Hello, 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 and welcome back to Death Drop Pod with me, it's Chopsticks. And it's me, Miss Apocalypse. Hi, dolls. How's everyone doing? So this week, we're super excited because it was a Freaky Friday episode, and we were down to our final eight queens, which is seems like it's taken us a while to get to this point, but I think it's going to really speed up from here on out, so... I think just let's dive right into the episode because I think there's so much to talk about. Yes. Um, first of all, loved, 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 loved the bringing the psychic in. Ah, the yes. I loved it. Utica it's so campy. Is my spirit animal, though. Like having Claire the cow come through psychically and talk to Utica. Oh my God. Yeah. And did you expect anything else though? Like, I mean, I totally, totally expected something weird and campy with Utica, but like a freaking yes. cow. Clara, <laughs> Clara, like what? I mean, we live in the Midwest and like we, I mean, I don't, but like Miss Apocalypse has, you know, ranchers and farmers in our, in the family, but like really a cow. I mean, I love it. I just, I can't. I- I loved it. And I forgot which queen it was in the confessionals. Like, Miss Utica, a cow. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Not really surprised. <laughs> I think it was Simone. I think Simone said that. Or maybe it was Olivia. I can't remember either. Hilarious. I think it was Olivia. Yes, I think you're right. I think it was Olivia. And I was, I lost it. I absolutely lost it. Um, it was also emotional to see Tina, Tina's dad kind of come through. That was an emotional part that, I didn't really, I obviously we know that everyone has like stuff, events, uh, tragedies we go mm-hmm. through, but Tina's such like a personality that she doesn't show that. No. And so I thought this was no. a really interesting dynamic because she's so comfortable in herself and her skin mm-hmm. to hear that her dad didn't approve of I her know. being gay was very, I guess it kind of took me aback because she's so confident mm-hmm. in who she is. Yeah, I know. I totally agree. It was really sad and like. Um, they didn't really touch upon it very much, no. but just like it, your heart just, you just felt for her. Right. And yes. no one should ever have to, I mean, we're already judged so much in society by everyone else, by strangers, especially in the era of so- social media. Um, it just, you know, it breaks my heart to hear about a parent not supporting their own child. And especially now being a parent myself, um, I couldn't even imagine how that feels like. And then to not get the closure, right? Because yeah. um, Tina didn't get the closure with it. And that's really, really sucks. Um, yeah. I, I did like that segment. It was very campy, but I, I like that they were able to find that balance of camp, of yeah. heart. Um, and it was a cool way to pair up the pair up our queens super cool (laughs) yeah well i mean i think the pairing hold on before we get into the pairing how funny was it though with denali and rose possibly having a crush like i was like what what what? juicy 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 gossip please tell me more and no so i think i think what we have i'm missing something (laughs) i think it's very um what who who am i thinking of Crystal Method and Gigi Good kind of thing of where the they like flirted on camera and there was rumors about what's going on here. I don't actually know if they actually dated. I didn't follow them that much, but it's I they've been playing back and forth on social media since the episode or since hmm. the season premiered. Um, everyone has been kind of 
joking about those two being together, but I think it's in like a, their best friends, like, right. Very like, let's just camp it up for everyone. Cause who wouldn't love to right. see Rose and Denali together? They're yep. the most over the top beauty queen. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I know. I know. It's, it's hilarious. But anyways, to the pairing. So we have Miss Tina Burner paired up with Rose, which is crazy territorial um, as hell uh, new yorkers walk- like our new york queens added together like holy cow um and then we have miss olivia with um denali which womp 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 we'll get into that part um and then utica with simone which complete opposite blew my mind um, yes. And then, of course, Candy and Gottmik. And so, what? what? what it was like when we watched the preview last week, though, we um, we pretty much knew. Mm-hmm. Or we, I think we talked about it, right? We we're like, whoever has Gottmik is kind of at an advantage. Like, yeah. Gottmik is a makeup artist outside of drag. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on. If you're going to create a look, like, I think we all thought, I think everyone kind of had a had that inkling like, oh, well, Gottmik has this one one, which we didn't see. And I actually, for once, 100%, and this is going to be controversial because of all the backlash that's happened now uh, with who gets eliminated. I agree with the judges 100%, but let's go ahead and break it down. Oh, I don't know. I'm on the fence on this one. So let's just get it out there. Spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear it, fast forward, stop listening. But Miss Denali and Miss Olivia Lux were on the bottom two this week. Totally which agree. We called. We called. Which we called. I know. I know. We haven't dropped the episode. We're actually dropping two episodes today just because we're a little bit behind on everything and tons of videos. But in any event, we did call it. I had Denali there saying that I really do think that it's either going to be her week or, you know, to either step it up or go home. Um, so we'll do it backwards with the lip sync. I don't necessarily know if either of them showed everything to to stay. My mm. honest opinion. I think that neither of them gave it. And when you're now down to your top eight, you're trying to really stay, and you just got completely read by the judges on everything, give me more than just standing and singing. Give me some moves. Give me some... I mean, it just felt, it just felt flat. Like, I just felt like they were doing uh week two of lip sync like I just I was really disappointed um I don't necessarily know if I agree or disagree with the judges I'm kind of on the fence this week I was just really shocked um I do think that the two of them should have been the bottom two and it also really does suck like my heart does go out for Denali and I mean we all know there's justice for Denali right now because it really wasn't her fault right like how can you blame her for the fact that it wasn't her luck Olivia screwed up. I hate to say it, but Miss Olivia screwed up. She didn't put the Olivia flair on it. She had the whole royalty kind of like just old Hollywood glam, which I kind of could see. I don't know. Maybe it was a little bit more in the makeup. I just, I'm not sure. I will not, I will disagree with Michelle though, which I don't usually. So, ah, sorry, Michelle. Um, I don't really see Olivia as like that bouncy curly hair kind of look either though. Yeah. I thought for one time she wore the bouncy curly hair. Like I didn't really get that was Olivia. But when I remember back to that episode, 
with the disco one, that is what all of the judges said. They said, we finally have Olivia. That is who you were natural. So I think that was almost like they kind of preemptively judged her because they want her to have that curly look because that's what they see as her natural one. And I, you know, I don't, I think this would made sense that Olivia was going to be on the bottom. This is making up, making over someone. She's only been doing drag for two years. I mean, she's still exploring who she is. And, but I do agree with the judges. And I think Rue said that, um, like what the heck Olivia's makeup was not blended by Denali. It was, no, it wasn't super, it, and I don't think they captured the essence as well as anyone else did. Whereas like Denali literally just made Olivia look copycat of one of her looks that she wore on the runway. That's completely like, it was, it wasn't exciting. It was like the, the dollar general version or the dollar tree version of Denali is what it was made out to look like. And I agree. Yeah, I agree. They both deserve to be on the bottom in this challenge. Um, I don't know what the heck the judges were thinking with that lip sync song using a like freedom black slavery song. (laughs) So weird. I don't get it either. (laughs) I agree with Simone. It was like America watch this is about as ridiculous as it can get like two drag queens lip syncing um which we're actually bringing up to some gossip that can't not gossip but just clarification that olivia did because i'm guessing she probably receives quite a bit of hate from all this which is unfortunate um olivia did say you guys before you drag me under i put denali in a tearaway dress in a reveal dress we didn't see a reveal from Denali during that lip sync. She did not do it. She, in fact, Livia said that was the same dress she, or that was the same designer who did her first dress that she wore during the first lip sync. Remember when she whipped it off? And we didn't see Denali do a reveal at all, which I think oh, would have helped shit. her case a lot more. I wonder she, what happened. Yeah. And because that was part of what I thought was so uncomfortable is. Olivia, I think, had more spirit and soul when she was lip syncing, whereas Denali kept li- hiking her skirt up like she was so uncomfortable in it. And it's like, if that was a reveal dress, get rid of it. Like, <laughs> throw it off and give it all you got, Denali. Yeah. You, you were the lip sync assassin up to this point. That is weird. Oh, I wonder what the whole thing. And I didn't get to watch Untucked last after yesterday or after last yeah. week's episode. So, um, I would be interested to see what happened behind the scenes because what crazy twist that Mama Rue asked them all to say who they think should go home right there in front of everyone. Like, holy cow, wait, major twist of just the whole dynamic. And yeah, very all stars move right there. Yeah. So, I mean, I really wanted to watch Untuck. It just got a little too late for me. And, um, this chopsticks had to put her to sleep. So I didn't watch it, but either way. um, So moving on though, I definitely I'm on the fence as to whether or not I agree that Utica and Simone should win because I love them. Don't get me wrong. Right. Those are two of my favorites. And one thing that I actually was a little pissed about when I watched it was the fact that Utica's makeup on Simone is absolute just you can it reads Utica right and then the campy yep. weird like movement and like the cool like bodysuit and everything and the judges loved it now yeah. if Utica wore it she would have gotten read about it for it I think 
I personally, right. so, you know, and that's just what sucks. Like, because I'm like, oh my goodness, like Utica is so just, I personally think she's just so beyond her years for this season and maybe this whole, you know, journey of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was a little disappointing. But I also think, though, that Utica, Simone, and what she did for Utica, oh my God, like totally yes. high fashion. I totally, ex- like, I can see Utica walk down a, like, a major fashion runway. Yes. And, you know, I think that speaks to the why I, too, I, can I agree? I thought they did phenomenal. And one of the things that, reasons why I agree with the judges and them winning is because of how good they did at knowing each other's personality. Whereas got Mick and candy, right. They had their look, but as far as doing a full freaky Friday or role reversal, Utica and Simone were down like Utica had no facial expression. She had a model look. She did her not quirky runway did it, nailed it. And Simone was able, it just shows how talented they both are, but how Simone was able to just be quirky, let go, be awkward on the runway, yet still have that flair of Simone in it. Yeah, and total still high fashion, right? Like she was weird and she had her weird movements that Utica would, but she kept it composed. She, you're right. She does have that Simone flair that she added to it. Um, and she looks stunning. I mean, yeah, no it, one it talks does... about this, but Utica's makeup on Simone. Yes. Wow. Like, I would put Utica and Gottmik, which we called in last week's episode, mm-hmm. as the top two. Um, it is just amazing what Utica did. The highlighting, the whites, the colors, everything just blended. And it just looks so, I mean, just amazing. It's just an, a canvas of art. Yeah, I think it did too. The way Simone, and I think this is going to be a turning point for the judges, I have a feeling, because I think where they had previously kind of pegged um, Utica as just like a freaky, odd, quirky queen, what she is, um, that she also does have an insane image or mindset of what, um, or perspective of what high fashion can look like within that. And we really saw that with uh, Simone. I think everyone else in the workroom was probably like, you're going to put Simone in a in an, a human anatomy bodysuit, muscle, like skin suit and just a flowy turtleneck tunic thing. Yeah. And it's like, but that is how you create this high fashion quirkiness with the odd shaped hair, yes. the flowy angles, but then the pattern like, like Carson said, Utica knows patterns and knows how to make them clash, but make them feel so like they belong together. Um, and I think we're going to see the, see the judges be appreciate Utica a little bit differently now. Um, I hope anyways, because it also shows that Utica's look is universal high fashion. Whereas, and that's where I'll disagree or I'll agree with the judges, Candy Muse and Utica. I mean, on, and Gottmik, literally their look is that look and and they just look like they were trying to play cosplay of each other versus like embodying that person and you know like Gottmik I didn't really I, you couldn't see the eyes I actually felt like Gottmik's outfit looked more like a Tina Burner outfit than it did a Candy Muse outfit with the reds yellows of flames the hat oh no, really oh my goodness I did, I did not get Candy Muse from that one um, I wish Candy would have actually done the denim outfit from the first lip sync. 
That is true, though. I mean, I I thought the choice in outfits was a little weird for um, between Candy and Gomic. But I also feel like it was underappreciated how difficult it was for them, right? Because they are so much of different sizes and what they had to do to accomplish what they did in the period of time. I mean, I wish there was more on that that wasn't shown. Right. I do. I do agree with that. I think there was that's part of it. Um, so I agree. I love, by the way, that Candy read all the queens for filth. But I agreed wow. I did, for once. I disagreed with Candy. I was like, you did not have the toughest challenge. Like, don't forget you had a makeup artist design and paint you. You weren't Which, that disadvantaged. Yeah. Like when you look at Utica and in the workroom, how much she mentally has to get over her not wanting to offend and be appropriating culture. Nope. Like they, she is a very, very white queen, <laughs> Caucasian queen paired up with black beauty, like the Ebony Enchantress. Like, and those two were together and they were able to just flow into each other and take a part of each other and show it on the runway. I agree and with I think that. That's yeah. more of a challenge than having a makeup artist paint your face and wear really nothing. She didn't really have candy, just had to pretty much have a collar. And then Gottmik doesn't wear that much clothing. So yeah. it's like, okay. It's very much like a tutu. Yeah. What you look cute. I'm not like dragging Candy on any of it. I thought it looked cute, right. but I just disagreed a little bit with Candy saying they had the hardest job. Cause did you really have the hardest job? Like I know. I mean, in terms of the sizing, proportionizing and all that, I'm sure it was really difficult. But I right. do agree. Like, I mean, I didn't put that into perspective because I mean, yeah, you're right. Like the struggle with Utica and especially, right? The complete it was really nice of how to the progress she's made from last week's episode with Bob Ross to now this week, right? The embracing of the culture, the embracing of the race, the embracing of the discomfort, but knowing that, Hey, if it comes from a place of love and like, that's what you're trying to translate off of yourself and what you're bringing, um, it's all in good taste. And so that was really cool. I thought to see that and to see them talk about that. Um, and just to watch the struggle and watch how much, they ended up pulling through and winning um, yeah. at the end of it. This is Utica's first win, which is amazing. Well-deserved. So exciting. Um, I also don't think that if there was anyone other pair, I mean, I think it was all paired up perfectly because had there been yeah. any other pairs, it wouldn't have worked. No. And I, I agree. I think like I tried to rack my brain being like, what if Tina and Olivia were together and Rosie and Denali were together? Mm-hmm. I don't really think there would have been much change um in what the outcome was but i do want to actually think olivia would have gone home do you i don't i don't think so i i just think after seeing denali her whole lip sync Mm, yeah i just i i didn't see to me it was just kind of like denali is just she's a safe queen she is safe and Mm -hmm. this lip sync more than anything proved that she is just that she is very safe and she's not going to do anything crazy to advance and that's kind of what you know is bringing me to this point of like where I'm really a lot more focusing on Utica and Simone as front runners as far as what drag race should represent or Mm -hmm. to me represents and I think they should be the front runners because when I'm looking at it Candy and Gottmik and Tina and Rosé I love all of them but 
I, I kind of see them just doing their same shtick. Mm-hmm. Like they're not really doing the full character transformation. We're seeing Simone get put through the flames with the social media challenge. And she's been stepping it up even more and more. Utica starts off the episode by saying, does anyone else feel exhilarated after they do a lip sync and knowing that now it's my time to do it? Yeah. Gottnick has never like, and this is kind of a detriment from the judges. They haven't given Gottnick much to build off. It's always been like, you're just, you're great. Keep doing what you're doing. We're right. not really your the creation. Right. We're not seeing the creation of a queen who's like being transformed in front of us. Instead, it's like, oh, we just get a showcase Gottmik because she's that good. And kind of same with Candy. We haven't seen that much drastic change in from the critiques to like seeing it trans um, transfer onto the main stage. And Tina, we are, but we're also not. Like I didn't realize until Michelle and them pointed out that all she does is the same smoky eye look every single time. It's true. It's so. It's true. true. Like Rose, at least I can say Rose changes up her face. Like I think if anything, the snatch game took her out of that that stereotype yes, and said, okay, absolutely. she can change her face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so true. It is so true. I think there's a lot more to Rosé too than we're not yes. seeing. Like it's just a slow peeling of the layers, um, which is, you know, really interesting. Speaking of layers and stories though, crazy how they actually got to highlight Got Mix journey and to, you know, and transition. I think that was yeah. really appropriate. I think it was really nice to hear her talk about it. And I think it's like, it's, I mean, it'll be really interesting to see what happens and what Rue does for the next season because um, she's definitely the first and she's really setting the path for a lot more transgender, I hope, um, to be involved in the Rue community. Exactly. I I agree. I do. I love that. Um, I felt that in my soul hearing Gottmik say just the feeling of having to put on a mask when you go out, like someone who had like right with kind of like touching on what olivia had said with the i've had such body image issues throughout my life that i always understood that you know that's actually what got me into this whole gothic aesthetic the alternative culture this punk lifestyle that i live is because that's a mask right that's a mask that we learn to build up when we have adversity when we deal with bullying when we deal with not fitting in we are the outcasts we form a mask and so like Hearing Gottmik say that, I loved it because, but then taking that from like having to use a mask to protect to using a mask to enhance and show off personality, yeah. that growth, that transition, I think is where you see breakthroughs. That's where we saw Olivia get her breakthrough. That's where Gottmik has become the fierce competitor that she is now. And, you know, whereas I don't really see that too much from the other Queens yet, I, but like you said, or I agree with you, I think there's a lot more behind Rosé. I have a feeling, because they haven't highlighted her story yet. They've kind of done everyone else so far, or touched on them, except for Utica and uh, Rosé. And I think those two are going to have some some more depressing stuff or some more resiliency show through for them. And I'm excited for it, because they deserve it. <laughs> I totally, totally agree. And like, I think it's going to be really interesting to see where the season goes because now we're down to seven. Um, and, you know, it's very possible that um, Mama Ru, Mama Ru could send one, if not two people home. I mean, who knows? Yeah. It's so, I mean, it's exciting. I can't wait to see it. 
Um, I can't wait to see where this season goes because I feel like there's still a lot ahead. And it looks like for next week's preview, they're all on their own now, which is kind of, I think will be nice because I think I've kind of missed that a little bit. There's been a lot of group and pairings that I kind of am excited to kind of see spotlights on each of them and see where they go. Um, The way that they made the preview seem, though, it looks like Gottmik is going to struggle a little bit. So Mm -hmm. that part of it, I'm excited to see as well. Exactly. And I do think that's, that's a good point. Um, I'm actually really lost in the season. Cause I, if I remember right, I'm thinking like season six and even before that, like this, the transformation challenge of making over someone, I think usually comes at the end, like the final four. And so I don't even know what the heck challenges are left. Like we done, we did the snatch game. We did the rusical. We've done the runway. Look, we've done the sewing challenge. We've done two, uh, two singing challenge technically. Like now we did this. Like what? What's next? What's next? I know. I know. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what happens. I totally agree with you because I, I was seeing the same thing after I was done. I was like, oh man, I feel like we've gone through a lot and it's like, holy cow, what do we got left to do? So, I mean, we still have seven queens around. We got to get down to one. It'll be really interesting. So what do we got for predictions, Miss Apocalypse? Give it to us. I will be on the bottom. I have, I don't know why. I have a feeling it's going to be Olivia and Tina this next week. Me I just too. have a feeling like they haven't really, and I, I disagree with the judges on them. I don't think they're necessarily doing bad. I just think they're not breaking through as much. And like Rose said, mm-hmm. each one that goes home, she is just inching her way in there. She's going to get in there. I know. Yeah. You know, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that paranormal activity going on, but I am channeling the same thing. Um, Definitely thinking it's Miss Olivia and Tina. Um, Yeah. I think something's got to, they, I just for just the way that it's kind of going the, where they are in the competition. Rose was a potential choice. That I thought, but knowing that it's going to be an acting challenge, I think Rosé is going to kill it. So I do think it's probably going to be Olivia and then maybe Tina for not changing and just being Tina, you know, Tina Burner. So that is who we're calling for this week's. And we'll see if we're right again, because if we are, then maybe we'll actually be right on who wins the crown and takes it all home. But I think until next week, then once again, thank you to all our subscribers, our listeners, our viewers, our followers. We love you guys from the bottom of our heart. We really appreciate it. And just as a side note, you know, to anyone that's going through anything that's, you know, mental health or feeling like you need to put on a mask or you need to just not be yourself, just, I mean, honestly, reach out. There's so much help everywhere. And as we saw with Got Mike's journey and a lot of the other queens, you know, sometimes your biggest fear, sometimes your, you know, your biggest enemy turns can turn into something that is so beautiful and that could be a creative outlet for you. So um, our hearts are all to everyone. I think the COVID mental health has really, you know, it's still kicking around and you know, hopefully this summer will give us a brush breath of fresh air but you know we just always want to put a plug out there um we're here for you anyone and everyone if you guys ever want to message us and chat and i do want to say um agree um also stop the asian american hate uh, if you see it step up against it where not enough people are talking about it it's real and it needs to stop and if you see it, end it. Yeah. I just want to say that one. 
out there because yeah, no one's talking about it and it needs to stop. Um, but I also want to give one last. So this week I have a ton of videos hopefully coming out. Um, so I we're we're gonna see how far it goes. But importantly, we have the UK Drag Race finale this yes. week. Yes. Um, so I'm I'm gonna hopefully be. A, I don't know if I'm gonna do a video if I'm just gonna jump on, but I might just do a live on that one. Um, my first live, a little virtual party. If anyone wants to join. Yes. Um, I will see what we do, but that is, I'm excited for it, but yeah, expect a lot of content this week and the next upcoming week, the rest of my, of this mar- month of March, I'm hoping to kind of push out a lot more content and let you guys kind of get more peek into what, what I'm doing, what other transformation has happened other than just like the looks that you guys get to see weekly week week to week and kind of show you some more exciting things yes and on that same note um for christmas i got miss apocalypse and i some private dance lessons so if you guys are wanting to see because we're supposed to have our first lesson this week um some heels lessons um if you think that it'd be cool to see it let us know maybe we'll have to do a little video at the end of it all who knows but it's something fun and um i cannot wait um, Miss Apocalypse always puts out some great content. Um, and yeah, just let us know what you guys all think. As to what you guys want to see, what else you want to see, what you don't want to see. Um, read us, hate us, love us. I mean, we're all for it. Um, we just appreciate all the support and all the love that we've been getting. On another note, we might do this as a poll, but I also saw that um, Drag Her podcast, I think it's called, um, that also is another podcast that loves to talk about all things drag. They've done some of their recording live um, on Instagram, like IGTV. So if you guys think that that's something cool that you guys want to see us do, um, we might do that and just kind of try to utilize that platform a little bit more. But we'll do a poll and we'll see. But we're also getting super close to that 500. I think we're at like 470 now. So keep liking us, keep following us, keep sharing. We really appreciate it. And we just can't wait to continue growing and give you guys some more content and some more love because that's all we need right now. So until next time, you guys. What? I couldn't do it, but there's a heart in there somewhere. I love it. It's just all those long nails. I'll just do one. Bye, guys. Signing off. It's Chopsticks. It's Miss Pots with Fight Off.